Brought to you by FFD260 with your hosts, Joel and Alfredo. Hey everybody, welcome in to another episode of New Pod Order. I, as always, am your host, Joel Davis. Um, except for when he's here, gone. Except for, yeah, except for when I'm definitely not your host. Um, and as you heard there, that is AJ Flores. Uh, it's just the two of us today. Um, Nick is busy doing things, Jerking I guess. Off. Yeah, I don't think that. I think he's actually doing things with his family, so that's that's kind of rude, AJ. You know, we're a family podcast. We don't say fucking shit and things like that. Oh, fucking um, shit. <laughs> but this week, we are going to do something a little bit different. Um, we are going to just do two uh, short segments. Uh, one that is mainly focused on redraft and uh, some news and notes and uh, maybe some waiver wire ads. Uh, and the second segment will be more DFS focused, uh, some plays that we think are good or, you know, just basically more DFS focused content. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and start off with some news and notes. Uh, AJ, would you like to go ahead and start off? What, what do you got for us? My first issue to bring up here is that Dontrell Inman is going to the Chicago Bears for a seventh round pick from your Chargers, Joel. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, that's good for the Chargers. I mean, they're basically going to drop him. They've, they've been shopping him for like two months, so whatever. Uh, he's yeah. probably probably their number one receiver. I mean, I don't know. He's a slot receiver. They still have Kendall Wright, who's their slot receiver, so I don't really I don't really get it, but whatever. It doesn't really matter for the Chargers. I guess for fantasy, you can pick him up. I mean, if you, you can't you can't start him this week. If you think you're starting Dontrell Edmund this week, then you're bad off. So Yeah, he started four games, or he's played in four games this year, and I'm pretty sure that the Chargers have played seven games. Well, to be fair, he just went from being probably f- at best fourth on his depth chart, and now he's probably probably first or second on his depth chart. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. He's he's worth a, an ad, I guess, in, in several formats. I mean, you got to keep, keep churning the bottom of your roster. But, yeah, he had you know. 58 receptions last year on 97 targets, being the two essentially after Allen went down. With 810 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, and I mean he's he's really just like a less athletic Tyrell Williams. Like he's not bad, he's just not exceptional. You know, yes, he's yeah, just, he's like an average player. He's like yeah, he's maybe just, he's slightly just, a hair above average. Yeah, and the Chargers for some reason just don't need him. So no, they got uh, Williams. Exactly. Well, uh, speaking of the Chargers, um, I think Melvin. I'm not sure if you watched that game, but uh, Austin Eckler, who I actually added in several leagues just because he was a new name on the depth chart. But Austin Eckler uh, looked pretty well in relief of Melvin Gordon. He did kind of vulture a touchdown. Uh, I don't really think he's he's really you know, going to cut into Melvin's workload so much. But Melvin is dealing with a shoulder, foot, and knee, you know, all issues right now. I wouldn't call I would, again. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say he's like fully injured, but, you know, he's he's banged up. He's getting – He's getting used way too much. So Eckler is is definitely worth an ad in PPR leagues. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say you go out and start him. And I really wouldn't downgrade Melvin. Zilla, He's, you might be able to. During by Zilla, what? By Zilla. 
week eight Boys. buys. There's six. There's six teams on a buy. Oh, Byzilla. Byzilla, yes, Byzilla. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely a good ad. Um, but yeah, I'm not really downgrading Melvin per se, but you know, all those injuries, he is getting used a lot. I would like to see them use Melvin a little less, and and you know, factor in somebody like Eckler a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, you would have been here for the pod with Zach from DLF. He was saying that he likes Eckler to be that kind of back to hopefully give them some kind of extra change there because Gordon's just seeing a lot of touches and we don't think it could sustain it like he did last yeah. year where he got hurt towards the end of the season. Yes, and finally, finally, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, AJ. We are seeing Hunter Henry involved more oh, than yeah. Antonio Gates. against my Eagles. And, I mean, it's just, it's just like – Oh, it's everything that Chargers fans want. I mean, it, it really is. So I mean, I like uh, him. He's a he's a good young tight end. He's oh, he's ropes behind one of the best tight ends in the to play the game in Gates. Yeah, I, th- I think behind Zach Ertz, he's uh, one of the best young tight ends in the game. Uh, I, I have to put Kelsey above him. <laughs> oh no, no, there's a couple I put above him. I'm just saying, as far as young talents go. Okay. Um, okay. anyways, uh, net, what uh, what do you have for your next news um, and notes? TJ Yeldon, hope he might be seeing more snaps in the run game, probably as a change of pace because of Fournette and his injury that he had um, the week before where he missed the game. Uh, Yeldon yeah. put up 122 yards on nine rushes and had two catches for 15 yards, so he could be taking away some work from Fournette. What do you do? You think? Are you worried about his workload? Then are you seeing him still as an RB one? Are you thinking Fournette's going to move uh, down to RB one? Honestly. I think it's a little bit similar to what we kind of said with Melvin. Like, he's he's still an RB1. I mean, Fournette's going to get the workload, but whenever you get that much usage, I mean, we've been saying since, you know, our first or second pod that Fournette's going to break down with all that usage. And it just it just feels like, you know, there's going to be someone else. And Yelton, Yelton looked good. Yeah. Ivory, Ivory fumbled. He, you know, looked kind of slow. We knew he wasn't the receiving back. We talked about that last pod. But, yeah, I, I think that's pretty sharp, actually, to even try and trade Ivory to somebody for peanuts and add Yeldon in a lot of leagues. Oh, yeah, I would definitely add Yeldon as a flex, mm-hmm. like I was saying with Eckler, as a, mm-hmm. as a flex for this bye week killer of all these teams. Even, a lot of them are good teams on the bye yeah. week. Um, I yeah. think it's like Arizona, um, Green Bay, I wouldn't hold on, hold hold the phone, hold the phone. I wouldn't say Arizona is a good team because as of right now, Carson Palmer's out indefinitely. Well, it gives you uh, a chance to hopefully keep um, get some chemistry going with Drew Stanton and Larry Fitz. Dude, get the fuck out of here, man. We've that, seen Drew Stanton. We've seen Blank Abbott. I mean, you'll dude, no, we've seen Drew Stanton. He's not like this is bad. This is bad. You downgrade Larry Fitz. You downgrade the already downgraded AP. Like, everybody is a downgrade in that offense. That offense is, I mean, people want to shit all over Carson. Carson was still, Carson still was fine. Like, he was still serviceable. He was probably going to end up a a low-end QB1, honestly, by the end of the season. But it it, it hurts that offense a lot more than I think you're you're letting on. Yeah, I mean, but... Bruce Arians is the offensive coach, so he's got to figure out something. He didn't keep Drew Stanton on the on the team for no reason, or keep him behind Carson, or pick up Gabbert to let him sit there and rot forever. Um, true, true. Just moving on from there, like Treadwell, probably somebody you could start to buy low on. He's seeing some snaps um, with Diggs being out. Yeah, Diggs coming back. Hopefully this week he's traveling with the, with the team to London, so he might lose those snap shares again behind uh, 
Thielen, who's what, – what do you say was, like, seventh before the pod? He's, like, the seventh in targets right now. Um, uh, yeah. On. Yeah, he's actually sixth in targets. Sixth. He's tied with he's tied with DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitz with 65. Yeah, so that's just nuts. And we're thinking that Fitz should go down, so Thielen should solidify himself as one of the more top-targeted players throughout week eight after this week we're saying is that he should be one of the still a top 10 targeted player um shepherd's going to be one of those big plays this week um just because eli or actually bye week sorry bye week they're on they're one of the teams that's on bye week with decent players with yeah I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping he can get healed up and and be decently healthy because dude it's it's bad i mean whatever evan ingram i guess but he's still dude no he's not been pretty good have you watched him play no, he has not been pretty great, dude. He's been he's, one of the, like, he's been. I mean, he's he's been fine, but like to to just say like, oh, now that everybody else is out, he's now tight end one. I, I disagree, man. You're gonna see him drop big plays, and you're gonna see him shut down by defenses that are not great. Uh, I'm telling you, he's it's. I mean, he he's obviously more of a wide receiver than he is a tight end, but. You know, I I think he needs obviously other receivers in order to make him really excel. Well, Sterling had like a breakout game of like seven for one thirty three and one against the Eagles, but hasn't done much from there with two hundred sixty three yards. What is it with you? He's he. What is it with you? Breakout games. He it is not a breakout game. Sterling Shepard was. was good his rookie year. Like he's been good. He but he's not like fantasy wise like. Solidifying his name is like a wide receiver two, possibly, and then OJ and then B Marshall down. Um, yeah. So right now, for dynasty purposes, Martavis is at like an all-time low buy after being put on scout squad. Um, is he really though? Like, is he really? He because be better somewhere else where he gets the value. Uh, okay, I, I get that, but like, if somebody, I mean, okay, preseason, people were offering first-round picks, second-round picks for Martavis. Somebody offers you a 2018 first round pick for Martavis. You're telling me you're not going to take it? Yeah, I would definitely take it, uh, no doubt. But I don't think anybody's going to send me a 2018 first for Martavis. Well, that's that's my point. Is that you're saying you know go out and buy him? I, I mean, I guess go out and buy him. But anybody that has well, him right now, well, but anybody that has him right now probably isn't looking to move him because they they, they have way too much. For. True, true. But I mean, they have a lot vested in it. And, and it, most people are not looking to move him for peanuts. So, you never it, know. You never know. Um, some guys can be in like win now mode, and they were hoping that Martavis was going to be one of their pieces that they were going to use. And you could possibly get away with selling somebody older that you don't need on your team anymore, like Garcon or something. I know he signed five years with 49ers, but it's just somebody that you could throw in there and hope that he pans out either at the end of this year or after the year after when. He's done with restricted free agency when they don't resign him. See, I, okay, I guess I agree. I guess I agree with you there because I would make that trade in the sense of I would I would trade you Garcon for Martavis in a league right now, no problem. So, so that is a good example, you know, because I would I'd probably smash accept that, especially if I'm trying to win because, you know, Garcon is is just actually behind Adam Thielen. He's seventh in targets with 63. So, that's I, I think he's a for the rest of the season. I don't care if he has. CJ Bethard or Bethard, you know that's correct. Thank you. or however Nick would choose you. however you want to say it. I know, but but plenty of people I've heard uh, pronounce it different ways. But yeah, but yeah, I, I like Kamara on Sunday, and they were like, 
come my era or something. I was like, <laughs> can you just stop and shoot yourself? Listen to what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Speaking Sorry, about I'll promote shooting yourself, call <laughs> the suicide hotline. If you have those kind of tendencies, please. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we'll cut that. Um, so Alvin, uh, actually speaking of Alvin Kamara, he Stop, is... Kamara, not Kamara. They were saying it. That's how they were saying it. Stop. It's Kamara. I know. That's, that, that's, I know, that's what I'm saying. Alvin Kamara. Um, anyways, he, he really is good, dude. Like, he's super talented. I know we said this a couple of pause before, but he is somebody I think you should still go out and buy. If you can sell a late first for Alvin Kamara, well, there's I'm... You're selling a late first anymore. It's New, New Orleans can handle two running backs as RB2s or higher. It's just okay, but but you also have to bear in mind there are a lot of people that do not even bother to look whenever you send a dynasty trade where that first round pick is. They see first round pick, they see the player, they smash accept. They may not think, oh, this guy traded to somebody else, and this is you know the fourteenth pick in this league. Yeah, so, I understand that there, especially especially with the fact. That, especially. Yes, I know. That's why I fixed it, <laughs> Dick. All right, so especially because. Willie Sneed's practicing in full, and Michael Thomas is having some issues. He's not practicing this week. So they could be seeing even more workload between Kamara, Sneed, hopefully getting some legs underneath them. Too bad. Willie Sneed, Sneed, I'm not sure. Like, everybody's just trying to force him, but I I think we we may have seen him regress. Like, with him not being with Breeze and, and, you know, not practicing, it just. Are you looking at, like, Tommy Lee Lewis then? No, I, I'm actually kind of thinking that that Kobe Fleener is a sneaky good play this week, and and I mean whatever oh, he's boy, I mean whatever he's probably, you know he'll probably burn me for saying this, but for you can probably add him in a lot of leagues, but he's he's basically a good tight end play every week. He's a decent stream, but I I think if especially if we do see Michael Thomas out, he is a good play. Ah. Uh. We're yeah, not going to talk about Kobe no hands Fleener. Telling you, you don't have to be. You don't my have to last, catch the ball. You don't have to catch a ball every time. Just last, sometimes my, for a touchdown. My last little bit of notes I got here is Sanders, <laughs> motherfucker, uh, is Sanders <laughs> is out. It's all we got. Our, World Series going on in the yeah, background. I understand. Sanders is not practicing for uh, the first week, first day of the week, which could be another bad week for Simeon. Benny Fowler. Um. What do you have, like five catches, 40 yards? No, I'm just going to keep forcing Benny Fowler until he happens. I want him to happen. Well, Devin Funches is going to happen this week too. But anyways, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's all I got. What do you got to cover? Uh, Deontay Thompson, I think, is worth an ad in pretty much every format. Um, He ended up looking like the best uh, ad or the best wide receiver for the Bills. Um, They added him just a – you know, a few days before the game. Um, and, you former, know, Zay Jones. Former Bears wide receiver. Yeah, the, they they cut him. Um, yeah. and Four for four for 107 against Tampa Bay, who's secondary suspect. Yes, so, yes. But, but the point is is that Zay Jones has gotten a decent amount of targets, and he's done nothing with them. Seven for 29, I think. I think he's got seven catches, 29 yards. It, or, it, I, I, dude, dude I don't touches. care what. I don't care how 
many targets. I don't care what the stats are. If you've seen Zay Jones play, he's just not been good. Like he's just been getting owned by any corner that is on him, and he's dropping just like wide open passes. And Tyrod, not that not that Tyrod, you know, is is known Best for yes, it well is known for you know putting it right in the sweet spot. But you know, it, Deontay Thompson looked already better than Zay Jones has all year. So yeah, came in. Lit it up on his four targets, made most out of them, and put up an average of like two hundred two or twenty two yards a catch. Exactly. So I think he's he, Deontay Thompson is definitely worth an add. I would not be starting him this week, but Jordan definitely Matthews should be back. Not saying he's a great play or person to own in a league, but he should be back from that thumb surgery that he had a little bit yeah. ago. Yeah, even modified if, glove. Even, when, even if he comes back, I, I would still like to see. Uh, See what they look like after another week with Deontay Thompson. Yeah. Um, speaking of other wide receivers that are decent, um, Kenny Galladay is likely to play uh, with Golden Tate out. Now, I, a lot of people would probably like tell you that fire up Kenny Galladay, go ahead and start him in all formats, but they're playing the Steelers, who yeah, they've given up the fewest yards in the league to wide receivers. Dude, what happened? Ridiculous. They went from having they went from they got know, Joe Hayden uh, for nothing. They got Joe it's, Hayden. It's not nothing. just dude, it's not just Joe Hayden though. Artie Burns has has you know been good. And and I mean they have basically just just looked like one of the best top or one of the top cornerback cores in the league. So um I guess Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, if you have a you know a guy on by and you don't have a better option, you could start them. I don't feel great about it. You know, Stafford's got to throw to somebody, but you know, it I, I could honestly see the Steelers really, really uh putting a beat down on Detroit here and uh them not scoring a lot of points. Yeah, I definitely could see Bell being used a ton, A B keeping his number one in targets by more than sixteen after this week and just wrecking absolutely destroying the Lions, even though I think they're in the Dome, if I'm not mistaken, in Detroit? Or are they in Pittsburgh? Um, it is in Detroit. Okay, yeah. I could definitely see them having their way. It's just even better for Big Ben, I would say. No weather, no weather conditions, just absolutely. Yeah. But then again, you could see Stafford slinging the ball all over the place to wide receivers trying to play catch up and Theo possibly being a big play here. Yeah. Antonio Brown's going to eat, uh, with, with new, you know, no Martavis. It's just going to be, it's going to be Le'Veon and it's going to be a B, you know, uh, according to four for four.com, uh, Antonio Brown is leading the league in targets with 84. Uh, and Le'Veon Bell is leading the league in touches with 202. Yeah. Uh, absurd, so absurd. So games and he's got 202 touches already. So I, I mean, 30 a game. I mean, it's just, it really is just everything we thought it would be minus Martavis. I mean, yeah, for real. it's AB and Le'Veon. Juju looks like he might, might really be serviceable. He and actually might be out this week though. So we're looking at like yeah. Justin Hunter filling in his void and everybody's smashing pick up Justin Hunter. No, 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 no. Do not no, add Justin. No, no, that's fucking terrible. That's a fucking horrible call. Do not do that. Justin Hunter is bad at football. He's he's just bad. I don't care if he catches four touchdowns this week. He is terrible. Terrible. Do not play him is what we're saying. Do not. 
Steelers uh, have given up 619 yards to receivers through seven games and only four touchdowns per pro football reference. Whew. Whew. Man, and I hate the Steelers, but damn. Fewest, fewest damn. points per game through DraftKings, um, 20.3. The next closest is the Ravens with 21.9. And then after that, it jumps to Jacksonville, who gives up 25.1. So that's just how good Pittsburgh has been against wide receivers. Um, speaking of wide receivers, uh, Marquise Lee, dude, did you watch the Jags game last week? No, because they're a bunch of Jags. I know, but uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Nick's Colts. What can you expect? Listen, listen, they're the Colts. Dude. Okay, but but last year, Marquise Lee was good. Like, he wasn't just, just good because A-Rob was bad, whatever. He was good. Marquise Lee looked good last week. And, you know, everybody's called him a bust for years. But, dude, he might be startable. Like, he might, he might. Dude, oh, I'm telling you, Marquise Lee is good. He is actually good at football. Shout out, shout out to the other pod. For not wanting Marquise Lee, John and Sam's <laughs> pod, thank you. I agree with you guys. Joel can go fuck himself right now. Man, it's I'm Alan telling Hearns. you, I'm just telling you, Marquise Lee is better than Alan Hearns, but, no. but, but it's fine. I'll, you know, if you, <laughs> if I agree with you, we might you, both be wrong. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You yeah, understand? I knew you were going. I knew where you were going. Uh, sort of, sort of sticking with that game last week. Uh, man, I wish Nick was here to talk about this. Jacoby Brissett is bad. Like, can we fucking stop no, with Jacoby's dude, one of the stop. best? We yeah. were just going over this. Yeah, they were playing Saxonville. Saxonville is just crazy good on defense. No, I I, re- I retract anything good I ever said about Jacoby Brissett. Not from last week, just in general, dude. Anytime he wasn't being sacked, he just looked lost. Like. Yes, he's been more serviceable than Scott Tolzine ever would have been, but stop with the, is Jacoby Brissett actually good? No. Spoiler alert, no. He's fucking not. So just just stop it. I mean, the 10 sacks, I'm not saying were all his fault, but come on. 10, 10 sacks, you can't put none of that on the quarterback, AJ. Um, anyways, let's go ahead and move on to oh, this. This is another piece of news I'm really excited about, man. Marshawn is out, and I love Marshawn. I mean, I've got first one of the first NFL jerseys I ever owned was Ladanian Tomlinson. One of the second ones I ever owned, one of the second ones I ever owned was Marshawn Lynch. You know, I love the guy. So happy he's out because I think we're going to actually get to see this Oakland Raiders backfield how it should be ran. Whether it, I'm not even sure which running back is going to end up being the better one, but I hope it's DeAndre Washington. But either way, Marshawn is not the receiving back that that Oakland team really needs. So I'm hoping we can see it this week. What do you think? I just got to look it up because I can't remember it off the top of my head. I, I look at Pro Football Reference and look at DraftKings as like they're. PPR type of way of telling they're you playing, who they they're play. playing Buffalo this week. Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo's third best at giving up little amount of points. Um, they're giving up 19 a game to running backs. They've only given up uh, roughly 700 yards here and three touchdowns through six games. So they're giving up roughly 115 a game and a touchdown every other. So I'm not wanting to bank on that. I would have to look more at if Marshawn was to go down. 
or if they were to just go with their backs for future games. No, no, no. I understand. I'm not really saying that like you you need to go out and get everybody, get any of them specific, specifically, but I just think that DeAndre Washington, I mean, he got uh, 15 touches last week, I'm pretty sure. He had nine rushes, uh, nine rushes and three receptions, sorry. He had, so he had 12 touches. Yeah, but Dylan had a touchdown, I think, too, so yeah, too bad. Yeah, but... But my point is, is that I, you know, obviously Marshawn is not the future. I, I highly doubt he even plays after this year. And and who knows with him, he he could be the one of those guys that he maybe gets suspended for another game and it's just like fuck this, I'm retiring. Kinda and he's like done. Vontaze? I mean, no, not like Vontaze. That's bullshit. Do not fucking compare Marshawn Lynch to Vontaze. Perfect. That pisses me the fuck off. Get you're lucky. I'm you're you're lucky. I'm not in Chicago. You're lucky. I'm not West Virginia. <laughs> Fuck baseball. Um, Yankees are out. Who gives a fuck about baseball? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and let's go ahead and end this pod with the fucking worst news of all. Carson Wentz is, like, really good, dude. Carson Thanks. Wentz. Thanks. No, 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 no. Thank you. Fuck you. No, fly, fuck Eagles, you. fly. Thank you, Browns. Dude, fuck, fuck you. Browns. Fuck all that shit. I know that, that shit. Who went down last week? It's escaping me. Who were, Who the Eagles went down last week? Uh, Jason Peters, the left tackle, and Michael Kendrick, or not Michael Kendrick, sorry. Jordan Hicks went down with a ruptured Achilles, and Michael Kendrick's missed the last game with a hamstring issue, so hopefully he can... But Jason, Jason Peters, though, was the injury blind, that really... Yes, is yes Yeah, yeah. But either way, dude. Blindside. Uh, Carson Wentz is, is playing like the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Obviously... the magician, Houdini? Did you see that? Dude. Did you see that? Shut the fuck up. This isn't about you fucking jerking off to the eagles okay i'm not trying to do that no i don't i like i wish god i wish i could fucking mute you i'm just saying that the eagles are very good and right now this is something i've been talking about for for a little bit um we need to you know mid-season sort of you know evaluate where we're at with the nfl the eagles are good the eagles offense is good they're producing fantasy points carson wentz is a qb1 maybe one of the best in the league wentz Ertz, and Aguilar would be the three i'd go with steadily i mean Aguilar is is a legit starter i mean I, I know that he he may be due for regression and it's kind of kind of almost seems impossible the amount of touchdowns he's had on on so little targets but you know we we've seen this before with with alan hearns of of two alan years robinson had like 15 touchdowns and well and alan hearns had well but alan hearns had, had like nine touchdowns like eight, yeah yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy, but you know these things happen not just because you know we want to analyze numbers and look at you know the anomalies or whatever, but sometimes it just happens because Nelson Aguilar is where he's supposed to be, you know when he when he is. I mean, and it's good and, because Jeffrey's on the outside, and Carson and is eating up the middle, it, and and Aguilar's eating right up in that slot area where J. Matt was playing, but yeah. he plays it so much better. Oh, he dude, no, so much better. I'm just listen. I'm just happy Mal's not on this pod because I would just be. I would just wouldn't be able to handle it right now. Just the Eagles talk is just. Sorry. All right. Well, Carson, <laughs> Nate, tell me a quarterback better than Carson Wentz right now. Nate, who who is Nate? Is Nate your your friend that's a Dodgers fan? Nate. I thought you just said Nate. What did you say? No, I'm telling you, name a quarterback. Oh, that's name better than Carson a quarterback. Wentz right now, you drunk fuck. But you said Nate. <laughs> No, I can't hear you. You're fucking. I can't see you. You're all fucking frozen on on the screen. So oh, I'm sorry. Well, you're moving like in reverse. Um, 
Oh, name a quarterback better than Carson Wentz. Fuck you, man. I mean, I'll still take Tom Brady over him. I'll still take. Who's your MVP through the season for quarterback? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's only halfway through the season. I don't have Who's to answer MVP that. For RBs? This, this is a free country. I don't give a fuck. Chris Thompson, he's my fucking MVP. Fuck off. Fuck a dick. Week seven. <laughs> We're on to week eight. Uh, yeah, I'm on a fucking week eight. Uh, what what else you got? You got anything else before we close this pot up, AJ? Nope, that was about it. Birds are about to go seven and one after this week against the, the Niners. Yeah, the Chargers are going to go own four and still make the playoffs. It's going to be great. Can't wait to can't yeah. wait to beat New England this week. It's going to be a good week. <laughs> oh my god, going to be a good week. Oh yeah, check out the Start Sit article <laughs> for year long. Uh, if you haven't checked it out on ffdynasty260.com. And check out our uh, upcoming DFS pod. Um, you can find me at JoelD260. Um, find AJ at CHXCKEN Alfredo. Uh, you can obviously go to FFDynasty260.com, find all of our work. Uh, follow the new pod order on, on Twitter and find all of our content and all of our podcasts. At NPO260. Yes, and sir. You can find our missing third at Nicosaurus31. All right. It was fun. I will uh, talk to you later. Later. Appreciate, appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you for listening to the new pod order presented by FFD260.